Oh, oh, hey, hey, stranger, stranger, you mind letting me in for a bit? It's pretty chilly tonight. Ah, thank you so much. Oh, hmm, you on your lunch break or something? I always thought that doctors take off their coats when they're on their breaks. Wait a minute. I think I smell something. No, it's not whatever you have in your hand. This smell. It's very familiar. You would have happened to be a coroner. Ha! Yes, I knew it. Surprised much? Nah. You're not. I know you coroners are not surprised by anything. But I do wonder if you're not short on time. Would you like to hear a story? Don't worry. I promise it'll be a good one. Well, homie, at least that's what my niece and nephews say. Okay, let's do this. Now. Lee enjoyed his job as a coroner, even though his parents were against it, saying that it's a place where bad spirits dwell, which can only mean bad luck for anyone working there. And there was always nobody else there except himself, and of course the deceased, but they never bothered him. One day, right before Lee's shift was about to end, the other hospital workers brought in a new corpse for him to examine. He only had a couple of minutes left on the clock, but decided that it shouldn't take that long. The workers who brought in the corpse said that it was a man between his 50s or 60s that had been hit by a car. But instead of calling 911, the driver had panicked and threw the man's body in the nearby canal. The police said that the body was reported in by a fisherman who saw the body floating down the canal while he was fishing, with saying that the workers left Lee to do his job. Lee took off the blanket that was covering the dead man's body and saw the damage himself. Examining the body closely, Lee saw that the man's legs were crushed inwards, with some hints of bone protruding out of the man's leg, and hints of tire markings still on one of the legs. Seems as though the man went right under the car and was bouncing under there for a while. With the outside fully examined, Lee prepared the body so he could cut the man open and see the damage inside. Lee took a scalpel and cut the man's chest open, and after he fully opened the ribcage, he noticed the lungs were quite abnormally large. He poked one of the lungs with a pin, and it was jiggling like it had liquid in there. Lee thought to himself that maybe the man was still alive 
even after the driver had hit him with the car and he ended up drowning in the canal because his legs were broken. With the scalpel, Lee slowly made an incision on the right lung. When the blade pierced the lung, water gushed out, and the man took a breath. Lee jumped back in fright. He stood there, looking at the dead man's body, waiting for something to happen. But nothing happened. Too spooked to do his job, Lee decided that it's already time to clock out, so he should just leave. Without even changing to his regular clothes, Lee just grabbed his jacket and left the room. While walking past the nurse's desk, Lee realized something. He forgot to put the body back. Lee looked at the nurses embarrassingly and told them that uh, he had forgotten something and he needed to go back and get it. He walked back to the room and when he walked inside and turned on the lights, he looked around the room and panicked. The body was gone. Lee went over to the table where the body was originally and it was empty except for a small puddle of water left on there. He looked around the table and on the other side of him he saw wet handprints on the floor. Lee followed where the hands led to with his eyes. They led to the small restroom at the other end of the room. He was terrified. But he knew that he would be in serious trouble if he did not properly put the body away. So he walked over to the restroom slowly. When he got up to the door, he opened it cautiously, leaned inside, and turned on the lights. Nothing. There wasn't anything in there. He walked inside fully and stepped into a big puddle of water on the ground. He was confused. How did a big puddle of water get here? Suddenly, a drop of water fell on his head. He touched his head to fill it and looked up. There he saw the dead man's mangled body hanging from the ceiling. His chest was opened and his guts were all hanging out. Lee was too scared to move as the man's body fell on him. Lee blacked out. When he woke up, he panicked and tried running out of the restroom, but he couldn't move his legs, no matter how hard he tried. So he rolled up his pant legs and saw hand-shaped bruises all around his thighs. He started crawling to the exit. When Lee got halfway through the room, he looked around to see where the man's body was, and he saw that the man's body was back at the same bed again. After seeing that, Lee crawled with everything he had all the way to the nurse's desk where some nurses noticed him and came to his aid. He was taken to a hospital room and treated. The next day, the police came and asked him a few questions. 
Lee started to get annoyed when the police decided that he had caused the bruises himself. Lee just decided to let it go, but he could no longer walk. Two weeks later, Lee's parents hired a shaman to investigate why Lee couldn't use his legs anymore. The shaman came to Lee's house and performed the ceremony to commune with the spirit realm. After going to and from the spirit realm, the shaman told Lee that he found the man who took Lee's legs. The dead man told the shaman that he had to take Lee's legs so that he could walk to heaven and get reincarnated. The shaman told the dead man that he no longer needed Lee's legs since he was already going to reincarnate and to give them back to Lee. But the spirit refused. So, the shaman threatened the spirit, saying that if he did not give back what he stole, then the shaman will have no choice but to send the spirit to hell. The spirit agreed. And after a couple of days, Lee's legs started working like normal again. Now, Lee still works at the hospital as a coroner, but he takes extra precautions now, since now he knows that not only can the spirits give him bad luck, but they can also take away things too. Well, what do you think? Pretty good, huh? Oh, dang. Would you look at the time? I better get going now. Before my missus locks me on the code again. It was nice talking to you, Dr. Stranger. And by the way, you might want to use some stronger deodorants. I could smell the dead all over you. And if I can smell it, you don't know what else can. Well, I'll be going now. Thank you again. Until next time. Stranger.